0: Well, welcome to another new day, another new week, and another new month here, here on the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Barsh. It's so good to have you along. October is here. You've uh, already had the first Monday in October already iced in, and so the Katanji Jump. Chiam- Brown Jackson is the new uh, newest member of the U.S. Supreme Court. She was sworn in. Actually, they had a big soiree for her last Friday, and uh, she becomes the first African-American woman to sit on the high court. And so uh, that's something that is worth commemorating. Um, In my opinion, that's all that's worth commemorating about that, because I don't think she's the kind of justice that I would want to appoint to the bench. But nonetheless, uh, we still have, I think, a very favorable balance for the people who love the Constitution. I'm not just talking about Christians with uh, four, but five tried and true constitutional. Uh three pretty radical liberals, and then John Roberts. So uh, anyway, there was quite the the to-do to uh, welcome in Associate Justice Jackson um, uh, this past week, so good for her. Um, also, October, as we've been telling you about, is Pastor Appreciation Month, and our congratulations to the Hoffman Brothers, the pastors at uh, El Cajon, who were our first Pastors of the Week uh, recipients. Pastor Appreciation Month, all you have to do is go to kbrightradio.com forward slash pastor and nominate your pastor. And we'll be taking nominations again all this week. And um, scores of them came in over the weekend. Poor uh, Teresa and uh, Crystal have a lot to uh, sift through in terms of data. They'll be getting all those all the way up through Thursday, and then on Friday, I'll draw another name, and we'll have another winner. Uh, Every pastor who wins Pastor of the Week is going to receive a really huge prize package, a basket of goods and materials and resources from the programmers who program their ministries here on the Bottom Line Show stations all across the western United States, like David Jeremiah from Turning Point, Charles Stanley, last week's birthday boy from In Touch, 90 years young. Uh, Pastor Rick Warren, uh, Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, and much, much more. And then when you nominate your pastor, if your pastor is chosen, our friends at Truth for Life, Alistair Begg's Outstanding Ministry, are going to send your church 100 Bibles to do with as you choose. So that's a phenomenal opportunity. Register today at kbrightradio.com forward slash pastor and click on and we'll have five winners total uh, throughout the month of October. Also, uh, today is a uh, kind of a special day for us because um, I like the movies, you like the movies. We have a special guest uh, joining me at the bottom of the hour for the second half hour segment uh, David A.R. White, the founder of PureFlix, the guys who was behind the God's Not Dead movies. Um, He's launched a new venture called Pinnacle Productions, and they have a brand new movie that's going to be released this Thursday on PureFlix exclusively. It's called Nothing is Impossible. It's a love story. It's a basketball story. It's a ton of fun. David's going to join me at the bottom of the hour to talk about that movie, and that means since it's Movie Monday, I've got free Pure Flix passes to give away. So I... If you want to call right now you're more than welcome to 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 we're giving away movie passes as many as we can give away and please know i'm going to throw this out there for crystal and teresa too um we have movies here at the bottom line shows matter of fact we've got at least a half dozen copies of the dvd of i can only imagine if you don't win a uh, three-month free subscription to pureflix uh, when we give those away later in the hour um, you can h- talk really nicely to Crystal or Teresa and see if they might hook you up with a DVD of I Can Only Imagine, okay? Because Movie Monday, it's very, very important. And then, this is probably the thing that I'm most excited about. The 40 Days for Life campaign is underway, and you know what that means for us here at the Bottom Line Show. It means that we have a brand new opportunity for you to get involved in the Sanctity of Life movement, as it were. And the way you're going to do so is with our friends at Preborn. Now, I don't know if you've had a chance to hear on the National Crawford Roundtable podcast, going back to the late spring, probably around May or so, uh, Bob Duco started sharing with uh, National Crawford Roundtable listeners about this organization called Preborn. It's an outstanding ministry that does exactly what they say. The, The preborn human being is the whole focus of their ministry. Preborn works with a lot of different pregnancy resource centers all across the country. They provide free ultrasounds, and trust me, the ultrasound is key. In the same way that we've been talking about adoption is the huge turning point in the cultural conversation with regard to how do you convince a woman who thinks her only option is either be a parent or to have an abortion, which that's what the abortion world wants you to think. They want you to think that you only have two choices either you're going to get pregnant and you're going to be broke and you're going to get kicked out of your home and your boyfriend's going to leave you and you're going to lose your job and you won't get an education and you won't have a life because you got pregnant and the father of the child does not want to be involved in the baby's life. Now, some of those realities may actually be realities for you. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to discount or minimize that one whatsoever, but the pro-life community is stepping up by huge leaps and bounds and has done so over the past 10, 15 years to say, okay, wait a minute. If that is your concern, you know, how, how may we help you uh, who's facing a, a pregnancy that was not planned or, or not, you know, I, I realize that everybody, every human being ha- alive has to be cognizant of the fact that when a man and a woman come together in a conjugal relationship, there is a possibility a child might be conceived. But the enemy has done such a uh, comprehensive job. Of convincing the culture that's not true that you only get pregnant when you want to get pregnant the baby gets made because you want to get you know that type of thing and and that's just not true so part of our message in the pro-life community is to say we want to help you and one of the ways that we can help it's very very basic is to provide free ultrasounds for women who are in crisis or women who, the crisis for them, crisis is self-defined, could be, oh my gosh, I was taking birth control measures, and now I'm pregnant, and I don't know what to do because I didn't think this could happen to me. Start right there. If you don't think that this can happen to you, now is not the time for us to say, well, duh. I mean, that's, that's not the appropriate moment. In the same way that the doctor who confronts the man who's been smoking for 40 years and now has lung cancer... The last thing you want to hear the doctor say is, well, duh. The reality is there's a woman facing a pregnancy and she needs as much good information as she can get. She needs proper health care. And the left will tell you, progressives will tell you that quote unquote health care means you should be able to find an abortion clinic and kill your child in the womb. But preborn does something totally different. Preborn says, look, that life has value in the pre born stage. There's a woman running for governor in the state of Georgia right now. Her name is Stacey Abrams. She ran against Brian Kemp in 2018, was narrowly defeated and threw a big pity party and a temper tantrum and didn't want to admit defeat, wouldn't concede the election, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, it was kind of ironic when in 2020 she was barking at Donald Trump saying, why won't you admit defeat and why don't you concede the election? I'm like, Well, I, I don't know that that's the fight you want to get into, ma'am. But nonetheless, she made headlines. She was uh, giving a talk to a group of young African-American professionals, and she was talking about the fetal heartbeat. Did you remember this story? And she was discussing the fact that so many of these states are now passing fetal heartbeat bills, and the minute the baby's heartbeat is detectable, it's illegal to abort the child. And she had the audacity to suggest that being able to hear the heartbeat at five to six weeks of gestation was actually something that was constructed by men and didn't really exist. In her words, the baby does not have a heartbeat at six weeks of gestation. Well, last time I checked, I don't know if too many people who have been born without hearts, some people have acted like they don't have hearts, obviously, but uh, I mean, that's, it's physically impossible. Science has settled on that one, that if your heart is not beating, you are not alive. But once your heart is beating, you are alive. And what preborn does so well is they make it possible for a woman who is expecting a child to get an accurate pregnancy test and have an ultrasound done. Ultrasound machines are donated to preborn um, People do it in a number of different ways. And then the free ultrasound then shows you the picture of your child in the womb. Have you seen the pictures that are cruising around right now? There's one of a child in the womb who was given a, a, a sweet taste and a salty taste or sour, something like that. And uh, you can see the baby making faces at like 20 weeks along. <laughs> I, my uh, bonus daughter, Taylor, is expecting in another couple of weeks or so. and She's been getting ultrasound uh, photographs and putting them up of uh, our grandson, who will be born in about three weeks. And it's, it's amazing. We can look at those imp- impressions and say, wow, he looks just like his sister. They look so much like their dad. Baby is very much human in these ultrasound pictures. And that may be part of the reason why the people at the abortion clinics, Planned Parenthood leading the way, refuse to show women ultrasound images of their children. Oh, they'll take the ultrasound, all right. They have to have ultrasound guidance. How else is the abortionist supposed to know how to get the kid and if they got the child? I mean, not to sound crass, but that's exactly why they do what they do. Preborn provides ultrasound images to women to show them their children and the success rate with regard to preserving the life of that child. There's no questions asked. There's no pressure then, okay, you're going to be a mother or you're going to release that child for adoption. It's just, here's the information that you need. This is how big your child is. This is, you will know, measure the head, measure the length. Um, they can look at circumference, baby's body weight, all sorts of stuff that they can do. And now this birth mom, has good information, and she knows that she has three options. Option number one, of course, is you're a mother. Congratulations. Option number two, the world will tell you, is, well, you can end the pregnancy, which means kill the child. But option number three is you can release that child for adoption. And there are, for every child in America that is about to be placed into an adoptive home, there are nearly 40 other families who are qualified and desperate for that kid. So where do we come in with pre how do you get involved? Well, it's really very simple. During this 40 Days for Life campaign that goes on throughout the month of October, we are encouraging you to contact Preborn and make your best donation. The number is really easy to remember. It's 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. Or if you're numerically challenged like me, <laughs> just give me the numbers, Roger. 833 Guess how much it costs to provide a a free ultrasound for a woman who is facing a crisis pregnancy. 28 bucks. That's right, $28. That covers the cost. And basically, here's the thing. When a woman sees the ultrasound image of her soon-to-be-born, her pre-born child in the womb at a pre-born clinic, 83% 83% of the time she chooses either to keep that child and raise that child or give birth to that baby and place that child, release that child up for adoption. 83% of the time. For every 100 women who go to a pre-born clinic and get an ultrasound, 83 of them choose to keep that child or release that child for adoption. $28 is all it takes. So let's just think. $140, five babies saved. $280, 10 babies' lives saved. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-2229. Or go to kbrightradio.com. We have a special banner for preborn. Click on that banner, and you can walk through the prompts. It takes about 27 seconds to make your donation. Totally tax-deductible, faith-based organization. I am so excited that Preborn is a part of what we are doing here at the Bottom Line Show, and we are going to save babies. As a matter of fact, my commitment to you is that we're going to keep tabs on the 40 Days for Life baby count. They always talk about how many babies are saved, 500, 600, whatever it is. And we are going to save as many babies in the month of October as they do through 40 Days for Life. Who's got the first five? 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229 or go to kbrightradio.com and click on that banner for preborn. Now, we'll take a quick break. And as we continue, telling you the truth about the sanctity of human life is important, but also pointing out lies about abortion, also a good information piece to have. John MacArthur provides it for us coming up next as the bottom line continues. Want to continue receiving income into retirement with little market risk? Dennis Wilson of Wilson Financial Services can help you secure a permanent income and benefits, addressing your risk tolerance with professional advisory knowledge.
1: You have a large 401k or IRA as your retirement nest egg. How about a four-dimensional plan that will pay you and your spouse income for life without stock market risk? How about we include inflation benefits so your income goes up annually? How about we include extra income benefits for long-term care, and if you need one or both, you both have it? That's right, permanent income inflation benefits, long-term care benefits with no market risk. We have put over $50 million of our clients' money in the 40 account in the last few years. These clients are sleeping way better at night. Learn more when you call Wilson Financial today at
0: 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. We are working on the Sanctity of Human Life all this month, and I'm so excited that our friends at Preborn are along for the ride with us. $28 saves a baby's life. $280 saves the life of 10 babies. You hear Bob Duco talking about this on the National Crawford Roundtable podcast, and now we are talking about it here on the Bottom Line Show. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com, click on the banner that says Preborn. It'll take you all the way through the prompts. I said 27 seconds to fill it out. It's actually 28. So $28 to save a baby, 28 seconds to make your best tax-deductible donation to our friends at Preborn. Call right now. Now, the reason I, I mentioned our pre-born relationship is because, of course, here in the People's Republic of California, ever since the 24th of June, when Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey were overturned, California has turned into a battleground over the sanctity of human life. And California Governor Gavin Newsom, who I often refer to as Emperor Mussolini, and I got another email last week saying, Bully shouldn't call him that. I mean, here's the deal uh, Gavin Newsom was elected the governor. He faced a recall challenge, and he, you know, fair and square on the recall challenge. No one's one's insinuating that he had the same Hindenburg experience where Hindenburg was elected president of Germany and uh, Hitler was appointed chancellor by Hindenburg and then Hindenburg died a year later and Hitler made himself president and chancellor. No one's insinuating that Gavin Newsom has done that. He has acted lawlessly and above the law, or so he thought, the Ninth Circuit Court just slapped his hand on another. I've lost track of how many times Gavin Newsom has had his uh, tail handed to him by appellate court. Hey, the Ninth Circuit Court should be in his back pocket, and even they're telling him he's out of line. The way that he's pushing socialism, communism, and fascism, I think is is worth us taking a look at, praying for the man, obviously, but calling him out when he steps out of line. And his latest effort to make California an abortion tourism destination. California already has more abortions performed than any other state in the U.S. As a matter of fact, our friends at Preborn tell us that 52% of the abortions in the United States are performed in, are you ready for this? Five states. They are New York, Florida, Texas, Illinois, and the People's Republic of California. 52% of the abortions happen in five of the states. So when you see Nancy Pelosi and you know everyone going on TV saying, well, we've got to fight for a woman's right because women are being denied, blah, blah, blippity, blah, blah, blah. Don't believe it for a minute. Women in other states are not seeking abortions the way they are here in the People's Republic. And the reason is because the People's Republic is now unashamedly advertising for it. Billboards on major highways. Yeah, we'll come get an abortion in California. It's still legal. Governor Newsom traveled to South Dakota and Indiana and Texas advertising saying, look, we're, we're, we're going to be an abortion destination. Bring your dollars, spend your money, stay at our hotels and have your abortion here. It's crazy. But he's got billboard campaign now that's running on social media, I think I mentioned it to you a week or so ago, where he quoted Mark twelve thirty one, And basically is saying, you know, it, in terms of, uh, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself, that means you should support abortion. And I thought, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right at all. You know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength is Mark twelve thirty, Mark twelve thirty one. as in love the Lord, your God with all, or love your neighbor as yourself. And then Jesus said, there is no commandment greater than these, plural, and that the governor left that in the ad too, giving you one command and then referring to it in, in plural. Uh, John MacArthur, pastor of Grace Community Church, is no stranger to legal controversy, especially being attacked by the governor of California. And he wrote a letter to Governor Newsom on Thursday of last week. Uh, We're going to post this letter up at TheBottomLineShow.com, but I'd like to read it to you. Uh, It's to Governor Gavin Newsom, 1021 O Street, Suite 9000, Sacramento, 95814, in case you're wondering the governor's address. I mean, that's common knowledge. Uh, September 29th, 2022, and says, Sir, Almighty God says in his word, quote, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. That's the words of Proverbs 1434. Scripture also teaches that it is the chief duty of any civic leader to reward those who do well and to punish evildoers. Again, that's Romans 13. And then John MacArthur continues in his letter to Gavin Newsom, you have not only failed in that responsibility, you routinely turn it on its head, rewarding evildoers and punishing the righteous. The word of God pronounces judgment on those who call evil good and good evil. That's Isaiah 520 and the U.S. 2022. And yet many of your policies reflect this unholy, upside-down view of honor and morality. John MacArthur continues in his letter to Gavin Newsom the homelessness sexual perversions like homosexuality and transgenderism and other malignant expressions of human misery that stem directly from corrupt public policy i don't need to itemize or elaborate on the many immoral decisions you have perpetuated against god and the people of our state which have only exacerbated these problems nevertheless my goal in writing is not to contend with your politics but rather to plead with you to hear and heed the word of god and what it says to men in your position Psalm 72, verse 11, let all kings bow down before him, all nations serve him. Second Samuel 23, verses 3 and 4, he who rules over men righteously, who rules in the fear of God, is, is as the light of the morning when the sun rises. And then Proverbs 16:12: it is an abomination for kings to commit wicked acts, for a throne is established on righteousness. John MacArthur continues in his letter to Gavin Newsom, what God said to Cyrus is a truth you should take to heart. Quote, I am the Lord and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I will gird you, says God, though you have uh, not known me, that men may know from the rising to the setting of the sun that there is no one besides me, capital M. I am the Lord and there is no other. The words of the prophet Isaiah chapter 45, verses five and six. John MacArthur continues. In mid-September, you revealed to the entire nation how thoroughly rebellious against God you are when you sponsored billboards across America promoting the slaughter of children, whom he creates in the womb. You further compounded the wickedness of that murderous campaign with a reprehensible act of gross blasphemy, quoting that the very words of Jesus from Mark twelve thirty-one, as if you could somehow twist his meaning and arrogate his name in favor of butch- butchering unborn infants you, Gavin Newsom, used the name and words of Christ to promote the credo of Molech, it would be hard to imagine a greater sacrilege. Furthermore, you chose words from the lips of Jesus without admitting that in the same moment he gave the greatest commandment, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. You cannot love God as he commands while aiding in the murder of his image bearers. Words from John MacArthur that just ring true and so powerful, and I'm grateful that he took the time to write to Governor Newsom. I'll continue the letter on the other side of this break, but as you consider the words of John MacArthur and you consider also the sanctity of human life, I would encourage you to consider making a donation to our friends at Preborn right now. Uh, Go to kbrightradio.com and click on the Preborn banner. $28 saves a baby's life. This is an organization that last year saved over 43,000 babies simply by showing the mother an accurate free pregnancy test and giving them a free ultrasound. 83% of the women who had that ultrasound had that ultrasound and wound up saving the life of the child they were carrying. Uh, Go to kbrightradio.com, hit the Preborn banner, and make your best donation today. More in just a moment as the bottom line continues.
2: Newport Bay Mortgage will steer you in the right direction toward the truth about reverse mortgages. Owner Cliff enjoys educating every client and wants to debunk the misconceptions you may have heard. You'll see that an FHA-approved reverse mortgage gives you financial freedom. You can use it to pay bills, cover unexpected expenses, or watch your children and grandchildren enjoy themselves while you're still alive. Cliff informs you of the facts. Drawing from his 40 years of reverse mortgage experience, you must be 62 years or older for the FHA program and at least 55 for a conventional high-volume program. It doesn't affect any credit score points and can even be refinanced after one year. When considering ways to enjoy your liquidity in, before, or for retirement, you need Newport Bay Mortgage. Contact Cliff today. Visit kbrightradio.com reverse. That's kbrightradio.com reverse or 714-741-8080, NMLS 332959, Newport Bay Mortgage, an equal opportunity housing lender.
0: Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. It's Movie Monday. David A.R. White waiting in the wings. He's going to join me at the bottom of the hour to talk about his brand new movie called Nothing is Impossible that debuts on PureFlix this week. And uh, we've got uh, Pure Flix subscriptions to give away. We've got copies of I Can Only Imagine, DVD that outstanding movie to give away as well. Uh, right now, though, as we have kicked off this, uh, uh, well, our pre-born campaign here in uh, 40 Days for Life territory, uh, reading excerpts of John MacArthur's outstanding letter that he wrote to Governor Gavin Newsom with regard to the fact that Governor Newsom actually quoted Mark 12:31 and t- to say, uh, love your neighbor as yourself as part of his credo for saying, and that's why you should allow women to have abortions. Um, this is how John concludes his letter. My plea to you, sir, is that you would not let it come. To this, that you would not go to that day of judgment apart from receiving forgiveness and righteousness through faith in Christ alone. In Psalm 50, after rebuking the wicked for uttering God's words in a profane way, Scripture makes this promise Now consider, you who forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and there will be none to deliver. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving glorifies me, and he who orders his way, I shall show the salvation of God. That's Psalm 50, verses 22 and 23. So, Governor Newsom, there is salvation for those who repent, John MacArthur writes. Christ purchased full redemption for all who will turn from wickedness, forsake their evil thoughts and actions, and trust fully in him as Lord and Savior. That letter's up at thebottomlineshow.com, and it shows how ugly the war against the preborn has become. And that's why our partnership with preborn is so effective and so necessary right now. 833-850-BABY is the number to call with your best donation. It's $28 saves the life of one child. So make a donation of $280, you'll save 10 kids. 560, you'll save 20. And oh, by the way, those ultrasound machines that really are life-giving and life-saving, they cost about $15,000. You can make a tax-deductible donation right now. And get one of those ultrasound machines placed in one of the many uh, Southern California and Northern California locations of preborn. 833 850 BABY is the number to call with your best donation. During 40 Days for Life month, I'd like to see if we could sponsor 100 kids this week. Can we do it? 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-2229 or go to com and hit the banner for preborn. You can make a donation in 28 seconds or less. It's safe and secure and saves lives. We'll take a quick break. And as we continue here on this Movie Monday, a brand new movie from David A.R. White of Pure Flix and on Pure Flix exclusively starting this Thursday, October the 6th. The movie's called Nothing is Impossible. It's a love story. It's a redemption story. And it involves basketball. Is David A.R. White that good on the court? Find out in just a moment as the bottom line continues. When a young mother hears her baby's heartbeat for the first time, everything changes. They know that's a baby. And when you partner with us and Preborn, you let them see the ultrasound image and God takes care of the rest. Roger Marsh here for Preborn, our newest member of the Bottom Line Show family. Preborn is helping women by helping them see their child on the ultrasound. Hear that baby's heartbeat for the first time after getting that pregnancy test and you'd be amazed at the results. So far for the first half of this year, more than 25,000 babies have been saved through Preborn and 25 ultrasound machines have been placed. Now it costs $28 to provide a free ultrasound for a woman, who's facing an unplanned pregnancy and wondering what to do with the child we tell her what option number three is in addition to option one and two option one of course you're a mom option two legally you can get abortion in some states but option number three is adoption and the ultrasound makes option number one or three much more palatable call 833-850-BABY right now make a $28 donation to save one life make a $28 a month donation to save a life each and every month that's less than a dollar a day 833-850-BABY 833-850-2229 or click the preborn banner when you go to kbrightradio.com today well welcome to another edition of the bottom line i'm roger marsh here on this first monday of the month of october we are talking about the great work that we're doing with our friends at Preborn. born 833 833-850-BABY is the number to call to save a baby's life in the womb Through a free ultrasound More on that in just a moment Also today is Movie Monday Here on the Bottom Line Show Every Monday during the month of October All five Mondays We've got some great movies to talk about And some freebies to give away As a matter of fact We've got a couple of subscriptions to PureFlix And PureFlix.com So you can see the special presentation That's coming up this Thursday night David A.R. White The guy who brought us God's Not Dead And a variety of other fantastic movies Has a brand new movie out Uh, It's coming out exclusively on PureFlix this Thursday Thursday, and it's called nothing is impossible so uh, keep your dialing fingers ready 800-227-5278 and everybody who calls and asks about movie monday is going to get a movie whether it's the pure flick subscriptions that we have available or the movies the dvds like uh, we've got like, several copies of i can only imagine that we'll be giving away as well so now let's get into it david a.r white kicking off this half hour here on today's edition of the bottom line movie monday version all eight cylinders from the start to finish. Nothing is impossible It's the new movie. It's streaming on PureFlix exclusively on October 6th. David A.R. White, welcome back to the bottom line, Chuck.
3: Uh, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate I was
0: ho- it. I was hoping we could play a game of horse while we were doing this, or maybe go one on one or something like Are you a basketball guy? I didn't realize that you were.
3: Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I played basketball a little bit in high school uh-huh. um, and uh, but I I was very mediocre at it. Um, uh-huh. And so uh, <laughs> but my son is actually a basketball player. My son's in the movie. Um, yeah. You know, um, he's been playing since he was five and we've been training him um, with so many good trainers over the years. And so, um, you know, that's that's where I get the most play that I have been over the years is just playing with my son uh-huh. um, as he now he's like six, almost six, three. He's oh, my. 16. Uh-huh. And, um, and he schools me very, very <laughs> good each time.
0: Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. Well, you, but you've got that left-handed hook and jump shot thing going on. That's always tough to defend even for us right-handed guys. I mean, I got to give you a lot of credit for that. Yeah, thank you. No, I trained, actually, I did train for this movie quite uh-huh.
3: a lot. And and a guy by the name of Eric Snyder was my shooting coach, and he was so great. And, and uh, uh, it was interesting to, you know, it basically broke my shot down and retrained it. So, yeah, you know, uh, it was a tough movie to shoot, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. To- to do, you know, this uh, a sports movie, and and it wasn't cl- just clearly a sports movie, as you know, um, but the sp- the uh, you know to do run suicides at
0: my age was
3: not <laughs> necessarily an easy thing to do.
0: I was waiting for the coach from uh, Impossible to, or Miracle uh, to say again, again, you know, like they did with the U.S. hockey team. But uh, man, you 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 sold it, and I believed it, and there's no way I could get under that time as well. Let's talk about the movie because it's a story. I mean, obviously about basketball, but it's about second. In chances it's about confronting things that have happened in your past what was it about this script that was so appealing to you David Ayer White
3: well I worked on this script for like eight nine years um you know it was truly like nothing like every single time it's funny how life imitates art a lot of times and yeah, in this movie it really did you know this movie is about second chances it's about a guy who 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 failed uh, his shot for the NBA when he came out he was a college you know hopeful and and uh he failed at his relationship. He let the girl go, who was the co- who was the owner's daughter of this NBA team. And uh, and now we pick up his story where he's at a he's a janitor at a little school. He's his car barely runs. <laughs> you know he hardly makes any money. He lives with his alcoholic father. It's it's you know one of those those um, uh, tough. He's had some tough breaks in his life, and uh, and it was tough to make this movie. Every single time that it it seems like I would get close to uh, that it would go forward, we would get stopped in a lot of ways. And so, yeah, we started working on this, I think, in 2014. Oh, my. So um, and, you know, it had probably four different writers on it. Tommy Blaze ended up bringing it home. So great. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love the movie. I'm so proud of it.
0: Yeah. It's, well, and that's a great way to describe it. You know, for a uh, hero takes a fall and is built back up again with a great faith component. It is a very lovable movie. I mean, I don't know. I watched the screener. I told my wife, I said, this is the best thing I've seen in a month. It's just, it's so encouraging. Talk about the casting, because the casting, I think, is really outstanding. You always do a good job with the movies that you are in. But this one in particular, um, if, if I ever hear Harry Lennox once again, I will drop and give him 20 push push-ups. I mean, that voice, he's that presence. He's so Commanding here, how did you get him and Nadia, Robert, and Maya, everybody to come together and buy in on this project?
3: Yeah, I mean Matt shapira is the director who I've I've known for many many years, and Matt has a lot of great relationships. And you know, it, again, it's a collaborative film. is such a collaborative thing. You know, it's like you you put together, you know, Ben Laura was, helped me in casting so much, mm. our publicist for many, yeah. many years, you know, and he still works with us in publicity now, and, and it's like, um, uh, he helped, he knew Harry, Harry uh, was on Blacklist for, you know, his, I think they're on their 10th year now, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't be more pleased with him, Stephen Bauer from, um you know from originally from Scarface and then he's been on so many shows over the years he's he's such a great talent we had a we worked with on Love and the Rock with him so I, I started to know him through that Stella Parton Dolly's sister yeah that was a wonderful um and then of course you know Nadia Bajoran I can never pronounce her name quite right
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask
3: you <laughs> Bajoran something like that uh has been on Days of Our Lives for 21 years mm. um and she's such a she's so wonderful in this um uh and um i'm just trying to you know there's so many more cast members obviously robert amaya plays my best friend in the show and i've always wanted to work with robert you know we had worked with him on mom's night out years and years ago right uh, but i had never actually worked with him but he was just this guy from you know the inception of of writing the script i was like there's no one better than him
0: to play this thing and he was so wonderful David Ayer White is my guest today here on The Bottom Line, and we're talking about his brand new movie called Nothing is Impossible. We've got the trailer up at TheBottomLineShow.com, and the movie releases on PureFlix exclusively on October the 6th. Uh, let's talk about the, the, the Scott Beck's character a little bit more. You, you mentioned you kind of set the scenario. If anything could go wrong in this guy's life, it has, and yet it seems that with this one opportunity to pursue the basketball dream one last time, but the, the reality of you know, how many of us, we, we all can see ourselves in that situation, David, I mean, the fact that we've had opportunities, and then, but the, the difference, though, is how many of us come face to face with the basketball dream, or the girl that got away, or, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Talk about why this is a kind of component that doesn't always show up in faith-based movies, but it does hear huge, and you guys did a great job of tackling all those different uh, parts of his life.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, the question always is, is should you pursue the dreams that you, that, you know, that are in your heart to do um, or, or is it just an impossibility and you should, you know, and for whatever reason, you know, when we're kids, we have these big dreams and we want to go for it and we're, we're more open. And then as we become adults, you know, it's like we, we chisel down those dreams to very manageable proportions. So we don't be, so we don't get disappointed, you know, in our brains, we tell ourselves that we said, Hey, just be, you know, just, just make your dreams small. Then you won't be disappointed. Right. And I think that I've always been a, a big believer in dreams and, and even my story coming from a little town outside of Dodge city, Kansas, you know, and ending up in Los Angeles at 19 and how in the world do you, you know, never had an acting class in my life. How in the world do I jump into this, this career and, and you know, and then continue to pursue it through the ups and the downs. And I think so many people go through that in whatever situation that they do. you know, as humans, the longer we live, the more disappointments that we can count. You know yeah. Yeah. that we've gone through, and life is difficult, and life is hard. But are you going to get back up, and are you going to continue on? You know, in your relationships in your dreams, in your job, in your, you know, in your friendships, in all these different areas. And I think that this movie, what I love so much about this movie that it's not just about this one guy's dream, it's also about his relationships. And then in all these different relationships that are in the movie, it's about their dreams that they're going for as well. And and I think that makes it so sweet and also so relevant to so many people.
0: Yes, David A.R. White, the star of the brand new movie on Pure. called nothing is impossible it's a great basketball story it's a great love story it's a great faith story and uh we've got a link for the trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com uh talk about the relational side of it for just a moment scott or scott i called you scott see this is how good you did in the movie Um, (laughs) the scott peck character has to deal with the relationship not only with his former grand fiance who he literally left left the altar and now is confronted with her a few years later But then he's also got to deal with the fact that his mom passed away. Dad's having a hard time with that. You know, dad's crawling into a bottle and doesn't want to face life. It's amazing how many people will look at a a painful situation or two and say, "Okay, I just have to manage the grief and I'll be fine instead of saying, wait a minute, maybe, maybe there's purpose in the middle of all that. Talk about the purpose in the middle of pain part that nothing is impossible really deals with so well.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that like God puts us in waiting rooms you know, why does he put us in waiting rooms when we're trying to, to achieve something or we feel like we need to, to do this at this right. point? Ultimately, I think it's to stretch us, to teach us that God is faithful and that, you know, uh, um, and that, he, that uh, he's working on us in different ways to work us out. And, and oftentimes that just believes, it goes back to that belief that, you know, uh, in God's love for us first and foremost is do we know that God truly loves us And can we embrace that love uh, to then move forward and and give it to others and to pursue those things that, that he put into our hearts. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that this movie does that in such a sweet way. And that's, you know, the relationship between, you know, my character and Nadia's character. um, Yeah. He did stand her up. I mean, we find that out, you know uh, he left the altar, but ultimately he did it because he felt he wasn't, he, he, he didn't make the NBA when he was 21, right. and he felt inferior that he didn't deserve to have that love of that person who truly loved him. And so, you know, like in relationships, no matter what our relationships, you know, are and broken marriages and broken just relationships, even in friendships, oftentimes it's our own psyche that destroys things. Yeah. Um, when we can't get out of our own way and just realize that that person's in front of us and that they love us. Um, and so I love that. I love that angle of this film too. You know, I think that this film is I, what I love about, um, faith based movies, you know, people oftentimes I live in Hollywood here, right? So Los Angeles. And so you know, the question always, oftentimes is, well, wouldn't you rather be making mainstream movies or wouldn't you rather do this? And, and I made, you know, I did mainstream television through my twenties. Um, but what I love so much about what we get to do in faith-based movies is, is that, you know, first and foremost, you want to entertain. You want the movie to entertain, um, but you also, you want it to uplift and inspire the human spirit right? That you walk away with this movie from this movie. And yes, you were entertained. You had fun, but you also can walk away with, with wisdom that it had given, has given you. And this movie was written by a whole lot of different writers who all put their own wisdom into it. Right. Um, and, uh, Tommy Blaze brought it to the end. You know, one of my favorite writers that, that I get to work with over and over again. Um, it's been working on the God's not dead movies actually, uh, lately. And, um, but, uh, that's what I love, I think is so good about this film is that that will people will walk away inspired, entertained, and ultimately, hopefully it will change their lives and in a positive way in some way.
0: Well, I, I, I count me in as two thumbs way up for accomplishing all of those goals. And I'm blessed to be in a position where I could see a lot of movies. <laughs> so there, you know, there are some we look at and kind of grin and bear it and go, well, okay, that might help this one. This one fires on all eight cylinders and wins and every, every box you'd want to check off in a faith-based movie. Uh, David A.R. White, my guest today here on the bottom line, the star of the brand new Pure Flix original called nothing is impossible streaming exclusively on Pure Flix coming up on October the 6th. That's produced in p- conjunction with pinnacle peak pictures David, you mentioned God's Not Dead. Uh, Good news for Bottom Line show listeners. Of course, there's going to be another God's Not Dead movie coming out. Can you take a few seconds here at the end of our time together and and give us a little tease of what we can expect in the fifth one?
3: Yeah, you know, the God's Not Dead franchise. Every single time we think that we're not going to make another one, you know, that this is probably the last one. Um, People show up on, on, you know, on the We the People. Like um, it was only in the theaters for a short time, less than a week. And it, you know, just sold out performances, standing ovations. Like it, the the energy. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Pureflix right now. Actually, all four movies are on Pureflix, yes. which is like the first place, first time ever, all four God's Not Dead's have ever been in one place, you know, nice. on one nice. platform. And so, um, I would just say encourage people to go watch that as well. And and uh, after you watch, nothing's impossible, of course. Yes, but uh, that. And um, and we're working. We're in conjunction working on God's Not Dead. Uh, the next installment, Rise Up, which is the fifth,
0: believe it or not. Wow, incredible. And, and to think that nothing is impossible was started right around the time the first God's Not Dead was coming out. It's been quite the decade for David A.R. White, Pure Flicks, and Al Pinnacle Peak Pictures. And uh, we're always grateful to know that we can set our calendars here about every three to four months. We're going to have another David A.R. White project to, to talk about. But man, you're busy and you look great and trust the family's doing well. Yeah, yeah, I'm fortunate, you know, I mean, you just never know, like,
3: as actors, for whatever reason, are in our psyche, um, always believe that that, that you know, they to work on a project, and you never know whether that's your last project or not, right. But I think that's, that's in life, you know, you never know if you're uh, the day that you're you woke up to today is going to be your last day. And so I think it's so important to, to do to live each and every day with the, you know, um, uh, love people, um and and give it your all no matter what it is and and i try to bring that into the movies and the films that i've i've been blessed to do and i never know which one's going to be my last but uh but i'm thankful that uh, i get to put another
0: one out yes like nothing is impossible it releases starting on october 6th on pure flicks exclusively there and the trailer is up at thebottomlineshow.com david a.r white always a pleasure sir thanks for being with us today here on the bottom um, Line. thank you so much i really appreciate it god bless you All right. Well, this is a great... I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And you are too. David A.R. White, the star of Nothing is Impossible. It makes its debut on PureFlix.com exclusively starting this Thursday. And I realize that PureFlix is, of course, a subscription service like any of those other streaming services. And that's why we've got a couple of sets of actually of free... Uh, trial subscriptions to give away, the three-month of the variety. Uh, call Teresa right now or Crystal, whoever's answering the phone, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. That's the number to get you through to the bottom line. Tell them you want, whoever answers, either Crystal or Teresa, that you want the M- Movie Monday prize package for today and uh, we've got a couple of Pure Flix subscriptions to give away but also we have dvds of i can only imagine the outstanding movie based on that fantastic uh, great song of praise so give us a call 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 800-227-5278. That's the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, we're talking about the sanctity of human life and the 40 Days for Life campaign, how you can get involved by making a donation to Preborn. We'll tell you more about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Well, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. My thanks again to David A.R. White, the founder of Pure PureFlix, the and now pinnacle productions. And uh, David is the star of a brand new movie that's on Pure Flix starting this Thursday. The movie's called Nothing is Impossible. It's a basketball story. It's a redemptive story. David plays uh, Scott Peck, a guy who was a uh, can't-miss prospect out of high school and college. He winds up not getting drafted for the NBA, leaves his girlfriend at the altar. His girlfriend just happens to be the daughter of a guy who owned an NBA franchise. And when we meet Scott, he's pushing a broom. He's the janitor at his old school and through a twist of fate and God's providence, he gets a chance to try out for the team that his uh, would have been father-in-law owned and And it's just a really great story of redemption and salvation. Um, We've got a link for the trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com. We're taking your calls right now on our first movie Monday of the month of October, 800-227-5278. This is a great movie that the whole family will enjoy. And we've got a couple of different subscriptions for Pure Flix. They give us sometimes three months or sometimes six months free uh, viewing. So instead of just the free seven day trial that anybody can get online, Bottom Line Show listeners get three months. To sample PureFlix, and I guarantee you, once you sign up for it, you will never regret it. Um, 800 227 5278. Crystal and Teresa are taking your calls right now. 800 227 5278. And then, since it's Movie Monday, for everybody who calls and says, I want the Movie Monday prize, if we've already given away the PureFlix subscriptions, we do have some DVDs of the movie. I can only imagine. And I would love to place those in your hands right now. So 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. I mentioned that we have just started. Today is day one of our brand new relationship with our friends at Preborn, an outstanding pro-life ministry that is designed to make people aware of the fact that when a woman is facing a pregnancy that she had not planned on, I like that phrase better than the unplanned pregnancy, there is hope. And one of the best things that we in the pro-life community can do is to help that woman uh, come to terms with the pregnancy in the sense that you get an accurate pregnancy test that's free. If you go to an abortion clinic, they will charge you money for that pregnancy test. A free pregnancy test and a free ultrasound is the least we could do to help a mom say, okay, this is where you are. God has blessed you with this, this little life. And that little baby's not early or late or God knows exactly what he's doing. We as the parents are the ones who have to kind of figure out how to get our acts together, right? So what pre-born does is they are strategically located in several uh, different locations all across the country, including a couple of dozen here in California. And when you go to a pre-born clinic, here's what you get. You get a pregnancy test, you get an ultrasound, and that ultrasound is free. You get to see that little bambino in there, and then you are given the three options that every woman has when she's pregnant. Option number one, congratulations, you're a mother. Option number two, if you're not ready to be a mother, you can place that child with another family in the adoption world. And option number three, legally in California, you can still kill your kid in the womb. Abortionists don't want to show you the ultrasound because they know 83% of the time a woman sees the ultrasound at a pregnancy center that's aligned with Preborn. They keep the baby or they release that child for adoption. They do not end the pregnancy. And that's where we come in. We want more women to see their children. We want them to hear the heartbeat. You know, the fetal heartbeat that Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams says does not exist actually says that that heartbeat is a fabrication by men to keep women keeping you know, stuck with a baby that they didn't want. Here's the good news. Doesn't have to be like that. As a matter of fact, we are, we've aligned ourselves with 40 Days for Life. Uh, that's just a partnership between me and the 40 Days people. We just like hanging out with each other, and, and I like their approach to uh, passive, if you will, protest. Not it, it's very intentional, but it's not like militant. It's it's active, but it's very prayer based. Go to 40DaysForLife.com. Find a place where you can go and pray, and then go pray. By all means, go and pray. But 40 Days for Life routinely will report at the end of the 40-day period that they have saved 500 babies, 600 babies, 700 babies, whatever it is. So I said, well, let's start with 400, okay? Let's, let's see if we can save 400 babies. I think we could do that. We could probably do that by the end of this week. It's $28 for the cost of one ultrasound. So if you can make a donation of $280 today, then you're going to save 10 babies. $560, you save $20. $140 saves 5 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Just call that number. Mention the bottom line show. See, I heard Roger talking about the bottom line. He won't shut up about it, so I'm calling in hopes that he'll stop talking about it. Not going to happen. I will always keep talking about it. Make your best donation. Or how about $28 a month? You donate $28 a month. Every month, one more child will be saved. It's just that simple. We can get to 400 babies in no time, and we'll give you updates each and every day as to how well things are going, how well you're doing with this. 833-850-BABY or go to kbrightradio.com, click on the banner that says Pre-Born, and I guarantee you it will take 28 seconds or less for you to actually fill out all the information and make your tax-deductible donation to save another baby's life, or two, or five, or ten. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com and hit that preborn banner. Do it right now. More of The Bottom Line in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Love to see the calls coming in for our Movie Monday giveaway. David A.R. White, the uh, man who gave us "God's Not Dead," is the star of the brand new PureFlix movie called "Nothing Is Impossible." It debuts this Thursday on PureFlix.com. We've got a couple of PureFlix subscriptions to get away because it is a paid service, and uh, we've got a couple freebies at uh, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the Bottom Line. And I I pointed out earlier that if if you just mentioned movie monday just between you and me mentioned movie monday then crystal and Teresa know ah oh, that means you want a movie so even if the pureflix passes have been given away by the time you call uh, we still got copies of the movie i can only imagine as a what consolation prize i guess <laughs> that's pretty good consolation prize too you know earlier in the hour i read uh, john macarthur's letter to gavin newsom where he called the governor into account over the fact that governor newsom is running billboard ads all over the country basically using Mark 12:31, love your neighbor as yourself as some sort of justification for abortion. It's not right. It's not right at all. I commend Pastor MacArthur for what he has done for not only writing this letter, but in the letter at the end of it, he says, look, man, I want you to be saved. That's my job. I'm a pastor. I'm a teacher. I'm an evangelist. And everyone needs the gospel. And especially in this situation, uh, I don't want you to have this hanging on your head. And he literally gives him a chance to repent. Would that we also have the same level of compassion and empathy for people with whom we passionately disagree. I don't like Gavin Newsom's policies. I think what he's doing to the sanctity of human life is atrocious. And yet I want him to be, you know, fully brought into the kingdom of heaven. I mean, the same way I want everyone, my, my pastor's heart is I want all people everywhere to be saved. Is that going to happen? I'm not completely convinced, but one of the ways that it starts is by helping someone see the error of their way. When someone is facing a, an unplanned pregnancy, as it were, one of the best things you could do is not condemn or judge, but to say, hey, let me take you to one of these preborn centers. You can get a free ultrasound. Let's figure out where you are and where the baby is, how far along you are. And your $28 donation every month to preborn, or a $280 donation right now to preborn, $280 is going to save 10 more babies. 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash preborn and do that right now. Hey, we'll take a quick break, and on the other side of this break, uh, let's talk about an unplanned grace and a compassionate conversation on life and choice. Natasha Smith is going to join me coming up next as the bottom line continues. Well, welcome back to the bottom line show. I'm Roger Marsh. Movie Mo- Movie Monday here on the program. And that means that uh, everyone who called in, uh, if you got your, uh, uh, if you were one of the winners, I should say, of the uh, Pure Flix uh, three-month subscription, or it might have been six month I don't remember. Um, anyway, nice to get those away in honor of the upcoming movie release coming out this Thursday, the 6th. And that's David A.R. White's new movie called Nothing is Impossible. Nice to have a conversation with David about that. And every Monday in the month of October, all five, because we got uh, the 31st is Monday as well, Uh, We have Movie Mondays. There are so many great releases coming into the big screen world or the small screen world. Nothing is Impossible with David A.R. White is going to be on Pure Flix starting this Thursday. But there's a new Patterns of Evidence movie. There's a movie about first responders. There's some great projects coming up. And everybody who calls in today for Movie Monday, uh, while supplies last, if you didn't get one of the PureFlix subscriptions, we do have DVDs of I Can Only Imagine. Remember that great movie about the song, I Can Only Imagine, stars Dennis Quaid, uh, features the music of Mercy Me. Uh, so if you didn't get one of the uh, subscriptions to PureFlix, uh, ask uh, Crystal or ask Teresa about the DVDs of I Can Only Imagine. 800-227-5278. Now, we've got a Super Tuesday thing here coming up for you, even though today's Monday. And the reason I wanted to do this today was because I know Gavin Newsom's on the ballot for re-election, and it looks like he's pretty much going to win. I mean, let's face it, if if Democrats show up and a few no-party preference people vote Democrat, then he's going to win in a walk. So rather than try to dissuade you from voting to re-elect Gavin Newsom, I will be voting against Gavin Newsom. I don't think he's a good governor at all. Uh, I know he's very charismatic. I know a lot of people think that he's doing a great job. Matter of fact, he would like to run for president on the Democrat ticket in 2024, to which I say more power to you, uh, because if you leave, then hopefully we can get a real governor in here who won't turn us into a socialistic paradise. But, um, and I say paradise in quotes, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, You know, and it's interesting too, I've had some email recently from folks saying, hey, why are you talking about certain topics? And, you know, what about this? And and what about that? Um, To the point with Governor Newsom, um, who I sometimes refer to as Governor Mussolini because I think he acts like a fascist dictator. Never calling into question how he was elected. Definitely calling into question how he acts. Now, what we're going to take a look at here is you know, what he signed into law. Now, none of these things are the work of a fascist dictator per se. They're all laws that were drafted by committees in the Assembly or the State Senate. And then they went through the committee process. and Then they go back and forth between the Assembly and the Senate and California. and And then we have to, you know, we're stuck with our representation that then he either signs the bill or he doesn't. All told, the uh, legislative session ended last Friday, September 30th, and at the end of the session, the governor had, he literally had a myriad of bills, something like 550 to sign the final week, either sign or veto or not sign and let him take action anyway. I wanted to take a look at several of the bills that did, in fact, pass the committee's get voted on uh, favorably by the state assembly and the state uh, Senate. And then were given to the governor for his signature that he signed into law. And again, it, it, people and on the national level have been debating for the past couple of years. Was it a fair election? Was it not? President Biden says it was fair and square. We know it wasn't fair and square, but it'll take years to figure out all the legal ramifications as to how the election was tilted uh, in favor of the Democrat Party and against, you know, Donald Trump I mean that that did happen it just it'll be impossible to prove within maybe our lifetime so it's going to take years in court what we could do right now with Governor Newsom though is we can look at the bills he's signing look at the members of the state assembly and the state senate who are drafting these bills and then putting them up for consideration and then asking the question either why do we keep voting for these people and voting them into office or how much longer and I mean this sincerely how much longer do we as people of the faith hang around? I mean, the net migration into California was negative over the past decade, meaning we had negative immigration. We had more people leaving the state than coming in. There are still people coming into California all the time. California is the place to be, uh, you know, farm and live and eat the life for some people. They, they want to be here, whether they're coming in illegally across the border, whether they're coming legally across the border, whether they're moving here from other states. I'll be honest with you, with interest rates as high as they are, And property values, as astronomical as they are, I don't know who can afford to move into California right now, but apparently people are making the journey in. But there are far more people who are saying, hey, my condo sells for a million bucks, so I'm going to cash it in and move to Texas. I could buy buy a home in Texas for $300,000. Even with the higher property taxes, I pay no state income tax on my income. I'm fine. So, Knowing that that is in fact the case, Governor Newsom did in fact sign a number of bills into law, and I thank Brandy Thomason and our friends at SaveCalifornia.com for putting together this kind of cheat sheet, if you will, that were uh, signed into law that need to be challenged in court. Um, now, it's interesting, I should notice um, that there are two bills, before we get started, uh, that were signed into law. Or excuse me, were not signed into law, they were actually vetoed. And that is Senate Bill 70 and Assembly Bill 1940. Got to give credit where credit is due. Senate Bill 1940 and, uh, Senate Bill 70 and Assembly Bill 1940. Uh, these are bills that were definitely anti-parenting. Assembly Bill 1940 was a bill that would have funded quote-unquote clinics on public school campuses and you know what kind of clinics they were yeah the clinics would be designed they pretty much be run by Planned Parenthood and they would give students the opportunity to get quote-unquote reproductive care and abortive care um it, it, without any parental notification because it would all happen on the school campus now stunningly that bill did; it was vetoed by Governor Newsom. But lest we think it was some sense of morality that kept sweeping over him, apparently there was an issue with cost. How to get the right funding for them? Of course, because the idea was, well, yeah, we're going to have this, you know, set up, and Planned Parenthood has basically taken over sex education in the public schools in California. So why wouldn't they run these quote-unquote clinics? Well, apparently there was an issue with the funding, and so the governor vetoed the bill. It'll come back again next year with a different, uh, a different slant, a different way of, uh, uh, you know, presenting it, and also making sure that they get the money they thought they were going to get from the federal government. So, Assembly Bill 1940 was vetoed. Also, Senate Bill 70 also vetoed. Now, this is a huge victory, especially when you consider that the whole goal of Senate Bill. 70, was to do what has been a, uh, a desire of the left for quite some time. Do you remember years ago, there was a push with an organization called First Five California? Remember those ads? Guys like Rob Reiner out there saying, oh, yeah, First Five, we, we've got to have this because we want our kids to be prepared to go to school. And what was the push of First Five California? Basically, for the state of California to take over the first five years of your child's life with mandatory education. That's right. Preschool. State-run preschool. Now, why would the state do this? Ostensibly, they said, well, look, there's so many working parents in California and the kids aren't getting the kind of work that they need. And a lot of the preschools aren't licensed. I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of tied into churches or other nonprofit groups or they're being run out of somebody's you know garage or something like that. But when the state gets involved, Oh, my heavens, once the state gets involved, all of our problems go away. Every child will get learnedness and preparedness, and they'll start at age two. They'll come in, and all the teachers will be credentialed, and all the schools will be licensed, and you won't have anything to worry about, Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer. Just make sure that your kid signs up for the, oh, did we mention it's mandatory? Yeah, yeah, every two-year-old would have to be in preschool enrolled in preschool, but our teachers are all licensed and credentialed. Okay, can we roll that tape back a little bit? Did you send your kids to preschool when they were two? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Uh, As the father of three kids, the oldest child went to preschool the year before she was going to kindergarten. The following year, her mother thought that was such a great idea, her two-and-a-half-year-old sister wound up going, all day stuff. Brother also went, I should point out that oldest sister who didn't start preschool until the age of four and was nearly six by the time she went to kindergarten has a master's degree in education and is currently an orchestra director at an intermediate school in Texas. She did not suffer one bit by not being in preschool at age two. She did not suffer one bit by being not being in preschool at age three and she is now the mother of a five-year-old boy who is involved in pre-K because his birthday is in August, and his mother and father decided it would be best for him, that's my grandson we're talking about, to not be in kindergarten right now. Senate Bill 70 is kind of a watered-down version of First Five California that would make kindergarten mandatory for students who turn five years of age, apparently a lot of parents, especially the parents of boys, have been holding back on kindergarten. And some of these kids, like my son, who also has a master's degree and is a school teacher, um, <laughs> just I'm just throwing that in there because their point is, well, if they're not prepared for school, then there's no way they're going to succeed in life. Well, my son, who entered kindergarten about two weeks before his sixth birthday, very prepared for school, with a little bit of preschool. SB-70 would have basically made kindergarten mandatory for five-year-olds. Governor Newsom vetoed SB-70 in California and AB-1940. He said it's because they cost too much. Okay, I'll give you that. Fair enough. Thank you, Governor Newsom, for those vetoes. But what about the bills that he signed? What about a vaccine registry for every Californian? And making sure, of course, that their race and ethnicity is also counted. What about the permitting of the killing of already born infants and even toddlers in this country? And how about, check this one out, punishing your doctor because your doctor does not subscribe to what the CDC says about treating something or someone. All of those bills were signed into law. They will all take effect on January 1st. We'll break them down for you coming up next as the bottom line continues. When a young mother hears her baby's heartbeat for the first time, everything changes. They know that's a baby. And when you partner with us and Preborn, You let them see the ultrasound image and God takes care of the rest. Roger Marsh here for Preborn, our newest member of the Bottom Line Show family. Preborn is helping women by helping them see their child on the ultrasound. Hear that baby's heartbeat for the first time after getting that pregnancy test and you'd be amazed at the results. So far for the first half of this year, more than 25,000 babies have been saved through Preborn and 25 ultrasound machines have been placed. Now it costs $28 to provide a free ultrasound for a woman Who's facing an unplanned pregnancy and wondering what to do with the child? We tell her what option number three is in addition to option one and two. Option one, of course, you're a mom. Option two, legally, you can get abortion in some states. But option number three is adoption, and the ultrasound makes option number one or two three much more palatable call 833-850 baby right now make a $28 donation to save one life make a $28 a month donation to save a life each and every month that's less than a dollar a day 833-850 baby 833 or click the preborn banner when you go to kbrightradio.com today let wilson financial services help you identify proprietary financial strategies for your wealth that work for your life
1: let's revisit our one year cd had a client who had $500,000 of retained earnings in his corporation for the last three years. I said, if you'd have put that into this account three years ago, you'd have seventy-five dollars to $100,000 of interest versus what you have now, which is a nice round number. had a client sell his house. Had $450,000 in the bank. I told him, is he really not likely to buy a house in the next 12 months? You want to leave this in the bank earning nothing? Or would you like to earn some interest on it over the next 12 months? So he said, How much? I said, Well, how about between 20 and 30,000? He says, Zero versus 20 or 30,000. Yeah, he says, I like the 20 or 30,000. Sounds better. Aren't you tired of earning nothing with all the money you have in the bank? Call 800 696 9970.
0: 800 696 9970. Or go to KBrightRadio.com forward slash Wilson Financial for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. First, Monday in October, which is a, uh, remember that great movie? I think it was a Jill Clayburgh plays Sandra Day O'Connor, something like that. Uh, Monday, the first Monday in October, which I think was October 3rd, 1981, was the day the first woman sat on the Supreme Court. And today, now with the Supreme Court having uh, taken, being resat, as it were, uh, Stephen Breyer has retired and uh, Justice, Associate Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson has uh, taken his place, the first African-American woman uh, to sit on the high court. She's just as liberal as Stephen Breyer. So it's kind of a net neutral in that regard. But the fact that she's an African-American woman, uh, of course, the media is going nuts and having a great time celebrating that fact. Um, They really forgot about Clarence Thomas and Thurgood Marshall, apparently, but uh, nonetheless, um, such is the day in identity politics. Speaking of identity politics, Governor Brown signed a slew of bills into law last Friday. Last Friday was the end of the fiscal year for the state and for the federal. No, state is July 1st to June 30th. Um, the federal government starts a new fiscal year today and the state of California, basically, uh, the legislature goes on recess until the end of the year. Uh, so everybody can go out and campaign for office and stuff like that. So September 30th, last Friday was the last day that the governor could either sign bills or veto them. We did mention the two bills that he did veto Senate bill 70, which would have made kindergarten mandatory for every five-year-old child, whether they were ready or not assembly bill 1940, which would have basically started a Planned Parenthood clinic on every high school campus. And both of the bills were vetoed by Governor Newsom simply because he thought that uh, uh, he could, you know, he thought he could get away with it. Then he realized he wasn't going to get the money uh, that he wanted. And so uh, basically it didn't happen. Now, remember, we told you last week about the fact that the governor signed 11 other pro-abortion bills in addition to I mean, now, nurses, Senate Bill 1375, nurses can kill preborn babies. Um, you've got, you know, all sorts of abortion rights. Uh, one of the big uh, bills that was up for whether or not it was going to be signed uh, was the bill that would make it legal for the state to, as they say, protect people who, have, who are seeking transgender surgeries and things of that nature. And that bill has been signed into law. Abortion now, abortion rights, if you will, have been extended. Assembly Bill 2223, this is crazy because basically the prenatal period, which we understand to mean once the child is conceived, and you know Stacey Abrams, when you can hear that heartbeat around the fifth or sixth week of gestation, the prenatal goes all the way up until just about the time of birth, and then we get into a period called the perinatal, which is close enough to be born, right? Well, there are some states that have passed legislation it said, if for some reason a woman uh, is pregnant, she's in you know late in the trimester world, and she wants to try to have an abortion. If they try to have an abortion and the child does not die as a result of the abortion, if the mother delivers the child and the child doesn't receive any other care, then basically the abortionist cannot be faulted. Um, another, <laughs> this is crazy. If for some reason the woman carries to term and gives birth and then abandons the baby in some states, that child, if the child dies before four weeks of what we would consider life, then the abortionist is not liable. The OBGYN is not liable for any sort of uh, criminal charge. The child just dies. Now, some of the same states that are welcoming this type of legislation, having a hard time signing bills into law, that would actually allow for safe haven laws to where a woman, regardless of her past and background, some women have, you know, outstanding warrants or something like that, and they don't want to release the child for adoption at a police station, but the safe haven laws say you can. You can do it at a police station, fire station, a hospital, and say, look, I just gave birth. Kid's about a week old. I don't know what to do. Can I release the child for adoption? And the state will say, sure, you're writing to Child Protective Services. We're going to put this kid in a foster care system. AB 2223 literally extends the period of time in which if a birth results then ultimately in the death of a child, no one would face charges, criminal charges, for the death of that child up to 18 to 24 months after the birth of the child. So in other words, what that means, brothers and sisters, the way I read this bill is if a woman gives birth to a child and the kid gets to be about three months old, four months old, and she decides that she can't take care of the kid and she doesn't have any options because her pro-life friends weren't getting through to her, that's a whole different conversation. And she chooses not to go to a police station or a hospital or a fire station and release the child for adoption. She could abandon that child legally and no one would face criminal charges if that child starved to death, or froze to death. California has this law. Now, AB 2223. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm waiting for who is the district attorney, who is the sheriff coroner, who's going to step up and say, I'm taking that law on. We have a case here where a child died and the state was negligent and we're or are they just going to sue on on the law's face? I mean, on, on, on the basis. Hopefully not before a child dies. But good heavens. Unbelievable. And then, of course, there's AB 2098. Now, if you were listening to uh, the National Crawford Roundtable podcast last Thursday, John Rush, Bob Duco, and I took a look at AB 2098. And we looked at it from... John's perspective in Colorado and Bob's in Michigan, those are two states that could very easily have a bill like this. At the time we did the podcast, we didn't know if the bill was going to be signed or not. So we acted kind of as if it were going to get passed. It did get signed on Friday. And AB 2098 simply says that, now let this play out. It started ostensibly. It says, if anybody, for example, goes to a doctor and the doctor recommends that you get a COVID vaccine, because you don't want to get COVID, and for whatever reason, you have a reaction to the vaccine, and it causes your health to decline and possibly you even expire, the doctor won't be held liable. Not only that, but if you go to, say, a naturopathic doctor, when I had COVID uh, four months ago, uh, I went to a local emergency room. I had pneumonia, and the woman who was on uh, call at the time was a naturopathic doctor. And she said, we're going to run a COVID test. You have pneumonia. We're treating you for pneumonia. Um, And then, but what we're going to give you from pneumonia would handle your COVID symptoms too. If you have COVID, let's run a COVID test. So she ran a COVID test and said, yeah, you got full-blown COVID. So now you have natural immunity. Congratulations. I took the treatments for about a week and a half and I was fine. Now, can you imagine? She never once told me, oh, after this goes, you have to wait six months or something like that. Be sure to get the vaccine. That was never an issue she also talked about diet and exercise and things like that and at one point she even overrode a nurse who was trying to put me on an oxygen machine and admit me into the hospital for observation overnight she said he didn't need that he's fine i mean my oxygen levels were weird because the lead that they were connecting my finger to for the pulse oxygen thing was loose you could f- jiggle the wire one minute it was 92 the next minute it was 85 you know <laughs> anything over 90 was good she said, no, just take this medicine, go home, you'll be fine. Can you imagine what would have happened if the state of California decided that what she was supposed to do was hospitalize me and she didn't hospitalize me? She could now lose her license under AB 2098. If she said, okay, for follow-up here, I want to recommend you take ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. What if she had prescribed a ZPAC for me? and a lot of people i know because for for actual treatment of covid 19. ab 2098 was written for the express purpose of forcing doctors and medical professionals to adhere to cdc guidelines whether or not they were accurate whether or not they were effective and the fact that if the cdc says wear a mask get the vaccine and don't do anything else and your doctor says take hydroxychloroquine, take a pack for a week and then come back and check in with me. That doctor could be brought up on criminal charges for prescribing a pack just because the CDC said z packs aren't effective. And this doctor could have lost her license for giving me the treatment that got me back to work in two weeks. It's ridiculous. And again, we're waiting for an avalanche of lawsuits from pro-life, pro constitution attorneys who are going to say, these laws are unconstitutional. We'll put a complete listing up at thebottomlineshow.com. And don't forget when it comes time to vote, even if you have supported Governor Newsom in the past, remember, it's not just him signing these bills, it's the members of the state assembly and the state senate that are writing these bills and getting them through your state legislature. So final thoughts in just a moment as the bottom line continues.
4: Clients love her. Insurance companies fear her. No other personal injury attorney knows the inner workings of insurance companies like Stephanie Cover of Cover Law. In a cutthroat industry where most attorneys don't even last five years, Stephanie Cover spent 20 years defending insurance companies, never compromising her integrity despite constant external pressure. During those 20 years, Stephanie Cover gained invaluable insight into the tricks of the trade. She knows more about your insurance policy than your adjuster does. Today, Cape Wright's personal injury attorney uses her unparalleled knowledge of the insurance company's playbook to call their bluff every time, even earning the grudging respect from lawyers and adjusters who know they can't get anything by her. She used to defend them. Now she beats them at their own game. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation at capewrightradio.com coverlaw. She knows the other side.
0: Welcome back to this special edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Thanks to our friends at SaveCalifornia.com, Randy Thomason's great group, for putting out a cue sheet for us with regard to a number of bills. Overall, during the past fiscal year, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed nearly 1,000 bills into law. 90% of the bills that were signed into law were bills that were written by members of the Democrat Party. And it's amazing because one of the worst vetoes of a Republican bill that the Democratic Red committee actually passed was a bill to limit the governor's emergency powers. You know how many times it was it governor uh, Assemblyman uh, Gallagher and Kevin Kiley, who's running for Congress now, uh, posted a legal challenge to all of the executive orders that Gavin Newsom signed during the pandemic. There were 47 of them in all, and nearly every single one of them was struck down by federal appeals courts. As unconstitutional overreaches. Now, that doesn't mean that what he was trying to get after didn't effectively become law. One of them, for example, I've mentioned here on the Bottom Line show a time or two, was when he tried to make mail-in voting the thing in California. Well, the state legislature is the only one who can do that. A lot of the people who say, oh, Donald Trump, sour milk and sour grapes because he's a big lie about the election. But what the president's legal team failed to present to the public in their case was not. He just said, they stole the election, Stop the steal. What really happened was there were a lot of election laws that were passed by the election committee or the Secretary of State or the wrong legislative body. Some of them were passed by the legislature and they really needed to be voted on by the people. They were constitutional amendments to the state constitution. Then you have Jen Ellis and Rudy Giuliani trying to go around and file all these lawsuits. It was easy to say, you don't have standing for this, you don't have standing for that. And all those cases got thrown out. But Gavin Newsom had his hand slapped time and time again but by, by numerous judges. There's another one in the Ninth Circuit Court that should be right in his backyard that wound up slapping his hand. But the arrogance of Governor Newsom to veto a bill that was passed by the state committee. It was passed by Democrat-run committees that did limit his emergency powers. He wanted the election to be by mail and only. He signed an executive order to do it. State legislature was not in session. Three days later, they convened, and what was the first thing on their docket? We need to pass a bill that we could send to the governor to sign that would make the election mail-in this year. They did. He signed it. Everybody voted by mail. Most people did. But the court still ruled that he overstepped his boundaries. How much longer are we going to put up with this fascist-type behavior from a duly elected official who runs totalitarian government regimes? That's a question we'll have to ask and answer on or before November the 8th. And that's The Bottom Line.